Okay, hey, welcome back, everybody. I am so happy you are here today. All right, so what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about training and not just the training I give you, but the training you either do or don't put into your life. And I want to give you three categories, if you will, that I think you need to focus on if you are to win at anything. And let's be honest, if you're not trying to win at everything, why are you even doing it? Like, what's the purpose? So hang with me if you're like, oh gosh, this is one of those red personality traits she's got. She's about to go off the freaking rails about how I need to be the best and the best of the best of everything. I mean, you're just wrong. That's not what it's going to be. But training to win. All right. First off, let's talk about three different categories. So diet and exercise, mindset, and skill-based. First off, diet, exercise. What, why, why, why would you choose to eat broccoli when there's pizza? Okay. If you say I like broccoli better than pizza, you're a liar. Maybe not, but I'm going to assume that you're lying because <laughs> I don't know anything. Well, there are things maybe better than pizza, but I love some pizza. I just don't love the same kind of pizza that everybody else loves. Anyway, why are you choosing to eat the broccoli over the pizza most of the time? Well, I'm going to assume that you either have health markers that say you need to be choosing something other than greasy, fat-filled carb attack, or it's because you're like me and you're a little vain and you want to have a kick-ass looking body. You want to look good naked. You want to feel good. You want to be strong. You want to have lots of energy to do all the things, whatever they might be. Well, yeah, you're going to train your body through diet and exercise to win. And for me, winning looks like I'm going to make enough milk for my newborn baby, which isn't here yet. It might be by the time this episode releases, but I'm going to make enough milk for this kid. I'm going to have enough energy to homeschool the other six children. I'm going to have enough vitality to chase around the little ones. I'm going to be able to read to them. I'm not going to be exhausted all the time. My bowels are going to work like they're supposed to. My stomach isn't going to be, you know, puffed out. My whole body isn't going to be inflamed. Like that's the race I'm trying to win. I am not training for a fitness competition. However, if you are training for a fitness competition, um, like my oldest son, for example, Nolan is training to fight in a uh, Muay Thai kickboxing competition. Well, His mindset to win has to be, I have to be the best fighter because who the heck wins these things? It's certainly not the worst fighter. It's going to be the best. And if your training regimen, your diet is not on task, cut out the word task. If it is not on par, you are 100% not going to win that competition because the skill set is going to follow the training that you've laid down. The next one is your mindset. Oh my gosh, I feel like I could probably talk for 35, 40 minutes on this alone. But one of the most irritating things my kids do is they have just stinking thinking. Um, That is such a stupid phrase, but it is true. They will, well, you have made me mad about, I'm like, "Eh, eh, 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 eh." you have chosen to become angry based off of what your sister said. 
Her words alone cannot make anything happen. They're just words. It's air that comes out of your lungs through your vocal cords and creates a sound. That alone can do nothing. It is only by your choice, your authorization and approval that has created some sort of emotion out of the thought about what she just said. Did you guys follow all that? Okay. The way you think has such a monumental impact on how you choose to live your life. If you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, I'm a fat slob. I don't even know why I try. Do you really think you're going to get up and try anything at all? Maybe you are. Maybe you do need to make some changes. But wouldn't you rather train your mind to say, I am in a process of growth and this is okay. Here's what I'm going to do differently. I'm going to be the person that gets up and drinks half a liter of water before I drink coffee. I'm going to be that person. Not just what I do, but who I become in the process. Like an entire enveloping of a human. This is who I am. It's not just something I do. So yeah, I do that. Every morning I wake up, I fill up my one liter bottle and I drink just about an entire liter of water before I even reach for my, by the way, decaffeinated coffee and drink decaf coffee. Nothing goes in my stomach until it's been properly hydrated. I am a person who has completely identified with a water drinking, health minded, focused, rehydrated woman. That's where my head is. Not just something I will do. It's just who I am. That is how things are going to roll out. It's like breathing. All right. Other mindset stuff, which goes hand in hand with diet and exercise, by the way, because if you're a person that says, I've never been able to squat. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> Let's just give this example. So my daughter has a friend who, um, you know, they're the same age. They're 13, 14 years old. And she has a gym membership, which is awesome. But this kid says something about squatting. So my daughter goes to a CrossFit gym where they are not afraid to load a barbell heavy for her and be like, here we go. I'm sorry. They are not loading absolute anything. She is loading her own barbell and she will do some heavy squats. And they are not afraid to push her to lift heavier. Well, at the Globo Gym or whatever, Life Fitness, kind of go in there, scan your card, do whatever you want, don't grunt, don't shake, definitely don't sweat kind of gyms, um, she's left to her own devices. And most girls, well, especially young teenage girls, don't yet have the confidence that they can lift heavy weights because they're kind of afraid to, right? They're like, well, I don't want to be bulky or I don't want to hurt myself or I might not do it right. So anyway, we're driving and this kid's like, oh, I can't lift more than, I can't squat more than five pounds. My daughter and I looked at each other like, what? Your body's more than five pounds and you can squat your body, can't you? Of course you can squat more than five pounds. No, no, I can't. It's really heavy. So naturally, I would have loved to have just let it go, but I can't. So as soon as we pulled up to the house, I was like, go to the gym, girls. We are about to change some mindsets and we are about to help Sarah understand just what she's capable of. So yes, I brought her little behind out to the gym and I put a squat bar on there and I said, all right, just do the bar for three or four reps. Okay, the bar was 35 pounds 
She squatted the bar just fine. I said, okay, that's 35. How much more should we add? Oh my gosh, really? So do you understand how, and yes, we went on to go ahead and add up to 55 pounds before I called it and was like, okay, I got to go in and start dinner. But, you know, clap, clap, well done, girls. She had already told herself she couldn't lift more than five pounds. So she never even tried to lift more than five pounds. And then she gets somebody else that says, hey, I think you should identify with another type of person who can lift heavier weights and give it a go. And what do you know? She did it. So now she's lifting heavier at her gym. All right. So diet, exercise, mindset. You have to speak. And I know, I know you guys, I'm so sick of hearing it too. Like speak positivity in your life. Ooh, light, light flow. Whatever. I'm not talking about elves, fairies dancing around on tulip tops, okay? I am talking about real life. Don't talk bull crap into your brain and then expect there to be great results that come out of it. It just won't. So if you're struggling, then you need to find a bridge thought that brings you to or at least closer to the thought you actually want to have, okay? So let's use me as an example. Say I want to be the woman who brings on five new consultants into my business every month. If I say I am the best team builder out there. Well, currently I know that that's not true. I am not the best. There is more than one person who is better than me. So I'm going to have to have a bridge thought that brings me closer to the mindset I want to have around team building. So I might suggest to myself, I really want to become better at team building. And I'm going to do that by being present in my business and talking about it every single day. And that way I can probably become one of the best team builders in our company. That's a bridge thought. And the bridge thought could absolutely get me closer to the mindset of I am the best. You see there? All right. So the third category is going to be your skills. You have to train to be the best and to win at anything skill-based. If you are a nurse, you, and that was my profession prior to pivoting into the network marketing profession. If you are a nurse, you absolutely have to take continuing education credits. You have to learn more because things are always changing. Good Lord, if you're in finance, holy heck, (laughs) our whole financial industry like needs Prozac. It is insane how quickly the market shifts. But you guys, there are no new problems. There is no new problem underneath the sun right now. Every problem we have ever had as an individual or as a country that we have faced, it's all been done before. But there are just a lot of new solutions to those pre-existing problems. So if you're going to train for a skill set, you better train to be the best. Because if you're not training to be the best, you will inevitably fall to being one of the worst because there will be other people out there that are working just a little bit harder than you, just a little bit longer than you, and are willing to put in just a bit more effort than you. Do you want to be the worst nurse? It's like, okay, so my husband's industry, he's a pilot. He flies, uh, 
I'm not going to say the airline, but he flies for a fantastic airline. Well, there's another airline who is not so fantastic. And they just had a pilot who had an insane amount of hours in training still slam this airplane down onto the runway, bent the fuselage. It was horrible. It was atrocious and genuinely put people's lives in danger. Had this person been flying for the same company my husband flies for, would have been fired like a way long time ago. You only get like 35 hours in the training seat um, to show that you are not only capable, but that you rise well above the competition and that you are the best. And if you can't show that, you're out. They will fire you. And then there will be about 100 other hungry guys and gals ready to fly that airplane that will take your place. This other company doesn't do that. They just keep recycling this trash pilot. And then here he is, dang near, could have killed an entire airline full of people. But they just kept recycling him. He 100% was not training with a winning mindset, okay? Or he's just flat out not capable of doing this kind of work and needs to be sent on to do something different. Perhaps packing peanuts might, might be better for him. At any rate, you have to train to win in everything. So in business, you better start learning new skills because the way people want to be sold to or the way people want to be helped or serviced or the way they want to check out, they want the way they want to have an entire consumer experience is changing all the time. I, do you remember walking into Blockbuster Video? Am I that old? I, I am not alone here. I know there's somebody out here listening that's like, oh yeah, Blockbuster, totally remember that. Well, I do, and that was the consumer experience. People wanted to walk into the building. They wanted to browse the titles on the VHS. Was there discs? I don't even know if there was discs at that point. But they wanted to browse. They wanted to choose their box of raisinets or whatever they were going to bring home for movie night. That was a valued consumer experience. Well, now, can you even imagine walking into a movie store? <laughs> No, everything is online. And with the exception of a few blockbuster hits in the movie theater, a lot of people are choosing to stream their movies and stay in the comfort of their own homes where they can pause it, go to the bathroom, they can get whatever snacks they want that won't cost them a bajillion dollars for a bucket of popcorn. Although, slight caveat, that's probably the whole reason I go to the movies is <laughs> just to eat the popcorn. I love it so much. Um, movie popcorn is so awful for you. But it's great. I love it. But you have to train for a skill set that says, I'm here to win, okay? Which means things are ever evolving and they're always changing. So you better change with them. You better start going to seminars. You better start going to trainings. You better start consuming other people's valuable content and start learning from them and then pivoting when things aren't working well for you. And as always, you can apply this to your own personal life. Are you training to win in your marriage. Are you actually taking, gosh, I sure hope that didn't show up on the podcast. People keep calling my phone. You can cut this part out, Mags. All right. In your own life and in your marriage, are you training to win? Are you training to go the distance as a married couple? Are you listening to your partner? Are you learning how they're now receiving and giving information and love when you, when I met my husband, oh gosh, what did we meet? 19 some years ago. We've been married a little over 17 or 17 and a half ish. Like 
he's not the same guy he was back then. And if I haven't taken the time to get to know him and really understand his needs, his desires, like, gosh, let's take my fingernails. Okay, if you're on YouTube, you can see I have really nice fingernails right now. I never have nice fingernails because I don't care about fingernails. Turns out he does. He told me after being married for 17 and a half years that he would really like it if I had fingernails that were done professionally and painted. He said he noticed nice fingernails and he really likes those on women. Well, he's not like noticing women. He just noticed their fingernails because trust me, I was like, all I'm hearing right now is that you're noticing women. And he's like, no, I'm noticing their fingernails. That's it. (laughs) Whatever. So what did I do? I was responsive because I have a winning mindset. And in my mindset, I want my husband to be the most attracted to me and I want him to be noticing my fingernails. So what did I do last weekend? I went and got my doggone fingernails done. Yes, they're pretty. I could do without them, but he loves them. So they stay. Okay. Okay. What about with your kids? All right. So kids, good heavens. If you've got more than one, then you've got a lot of personalities to work around, but you've got to train as a parent to win with them too. Truly. When's the last time you read a parenting book about a gender specific problem or developmental set because zero to two-year-olds are worlds different than 12 to 14-year-olds. I have got them in every single age and stage, okay? So I get it. I'm about to have a newborn. I've got a three-year-old, six, eight, 11, 13, and 15. I've got a lot of children, and they are in every single different stage and phase that you could have a kid in and I have to read different books to understand and because they're all different genders too my 14 almost 14 year old girl not the same as when my boy was 14 so now we're not even separating just age now we're separating gender because they are different and you have to train on how to relate to them differently because I want to win as a parent I want them to want to come home when they're grown. I want them to want to have a relationship with me and not just the obligatory like, oh, I got to call mom. It's Sunday. I desperately, desperately want them to want to call me. And they're not going to do that if I don't train myself on how to relate to them and not even just relate to them as people, but relate to them as people living in the world that we live in now in 2023. It's way different than when I was a kid. The relationships are different. How we communicate are different. Interests are different. Clothing, different. Education, different. All different. So you better start training your mind on how to win in everything you do. Because if you don't, I can't imagine why the hell you're doing it at all. My dad used to say to me, you know, whatever's worth doing is worth doing right. And I've thought about that over and over and over again in the course of my life. And I was like, you know what? He's right. If you're not going to do it right and you're not going to do it well and you're not going to do it with the end goal of being a winner in mind, why would you even start? What a complete waste of your time. So there you go. Start with the end goal in mind. Get out there. Train your mind. Train your body. And win. All right. Cheers, guys. Talk to you next week. Thanks for being here. Ciao.